spirit. It's everywhere. Are we able to communicate with them? What can they teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. Now, your host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee. Hey, good Tuesday morning, everybody. This is Diet Renee here with School Through Spirit on WLTK DB. Um, this is a show, um, a radio show that I explore different people's lives, their modalities, their journeys, and, so our, and how spirit has impacted it. Now, each week, which is normally a Monday, um, today's a special show. I do have a topic of interest um, of which I speak about, which spirit has given me, and they actually gave it to me yesterday. Um, and then I bring on a special guest. Now, today, special show, special guest is Miss Lisa Williams. Oh my God, I am so excited for today. Excited and nervous and scared and everything. I'll tell you what. And it's so funny because not only is it, I'm I'm going to be sharing the show everywhere, just so you know, guys. So as we're doing this, I'm sharing um, to the world. Um, I'm just going to copy the link and just post it everywhere instead. I should put it on the Graham Norton Shore. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Um, so, but what I was... Um, told to talk about today was um fears fears because fear is such a huge um concept in our life you know what i mean it's just huge i don't know if you understand this but at least in my world um i literally i work with fear all the time i work with it in my day-to-day -day life i work with it in my mediumship i work with it in with my students while i'm teaching people Fear is just that common denominator throughout everything in life that really just kind of gets in everybody's way. And really what fear is, really what fear is, is um, fear is just a fear of the unknown, of something you don't know. It's something you haven't done yet. It's something that has taken you out of your comfort zone and you're going, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. It's just, it's a, it's scary stuff, isn't it? Um, sorry, I'm just share, share, sharing everywhere that I possibly can think about here. Um, everywhere and anywhere. One more place and then I'll, I'll call it quits for the sharing. How's that sound? And then we'll just get on to talking. So um, trying to do it everywhere I possibly can. So literally what it is, is when we're looking at this is... Um, Fear really is something that stops us. It, it takes us for a moment. It takes us back. Fear is, yeah, it's it can be a very positive thing because I'll tell you what, if I hear a rattle, I know that there's possibly going to be a snake someplace and I'm going to take a moment to sit back and go, oh my God, fear, that type of fear is going to help me. It's going to save me. Okay. It's going, you know, and that's one nice thing. You know, we, you know, our, our, or itself is, is out there to protect us because it'll feel some negative, fearful type things, situations, and it will allow us to understand this is happening and that we need to watch out. So in some aspects, fear is a good thing, but I'll tell you what, in a lot of aspects, it is not. And what happens is 
we will feel fear. We will feel fear when say, you know, like this morning, um, I'm nervous. I'm fearful. I'm scared. I'll tell you what, it's not just because I'm bringing Lisa in because yeah, I, you know what I mean? She's a friend. She's, she's my mentor. She's my teacher. She's a person that's really completely changed my life because she gave me so many tools, but I've had a lot of things happen this morning that are like, Oh my God, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. And it's fear of that unknown. It's fear of where you are going personally. It's fear where, um, you know, of it's an uncomfortable place. It's an uncomfort zone. Okay. And how many people have you, how many times have you felt that, that fear of going into a, an uncomfortable place? Okay. Or a fear of, I don't know what, what is going on with me. I don't know where, where I'm going in life. Um, good morning, Michael. Good morning, Lisa. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Joe and Jessica and Jody. Everybody, good morning. Um, <clears throat> but literally, how many times have you thought about that fear factor? How many times have you allowed fear to stop you? That said, nope, I'm not going to do this. I, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel, you know, and that's what we say a lot of times is it doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. And no, I will tell you what, sometimes things don't feel right because of fear. And it, that don't get that misconstrued with um, that doesn't feel right because it's just not right. Sometimes we have to sit back and think, okay, what is it exactly that I'm feeling? What is it exactly that I'm fear, feeling? And you just have to go, wait a second. Now, is this because of uncomfortability? Because I'm going someplace that I feel uncomfortable with? Or is this something that really is just... Um, Good morning, Miss Andrea. Please, Andrea, please stay off my page today. I know you're just a scammer that really is trying to get your own business. And I understand you don't know how to create your own following, but please don't do this. This is really wrong. It's really has no integrity or authenticity in what you're doing. Please create your own Facebook site and your website. Do the work. And you know what, Andrea, I'm sure you'll have a beautiful following. Until then, goodbye. Um, so as you guys know, we got a troll going on already and we're going to block him as fast as we can. Um, you know, Todd is on the background of this, just going click, 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 block, block, block. Um, <clears throat> I just don't want any interruptions with today. But going back to that, so fear is that one thing that really gets us uncomfortable. So let's take, you know, if, if you're not a medium or a psychic, let's just take you on an every day to day life of journey of your life. You know, and you're like, oh my God, I want a new job. I want this. I want that. Um, you're, you're kind of fearful. I don't want to leave my, I want to get rid of my old job because, oh my God, it sucks or whatever might be going on. But you're really afraid to go on to something new, right? You're really kind of fearful of going on to something new. But you know, something is pushing you. Something is pushing you to say, I need to leave this position. I need to leave what I'm doing because it's no longer right. And say you get into, good morning, Miss Joy. Say you get into the want ads and, you know, you start looking at things that are like, I've got that skill. I got that skill. I've got that skill. But yet you've never actually done the job. Okay. So you sit back and you go, okay, well, you apply, you apply. And you're like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to apply because that's, that's feel, that feels pretty comfortable. Well, then you get the interview and you're like, oh my God, I'm really nervous because, oh my God, can I really do this? And next thing you know, you get the job. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Randy. Um, but, um, you, you know, you have that, you have that feeling, you have that feeling, but then you get the job and that first day you're just going, oh my God, what am I doing here? I have no clue. This isn't comfortable. I don't know anything that I'm doing today. Yes. I thought I had the skills, but I really don't. I don't know what they've seen in me. Oh my God, what am I doing here? And you have this huge fear factor going on, right? 
and you're going, oh my gosh, oh my God, my hair. Good morning, Miss Kim. Um, so StreamYard really messes me up on this unmirroring thing it does. I don't know. So I guess I'm just going to look a fool today. It is what it is. Um, <clears throat> but so, but you get to that first day, okay? And by noon, you're going, okay, I feel a little bit more comfortable. I still don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I'm I'm still scared, but at least I know where I'm supposed to be standing at today. I met a few people. Okay, you get done to the end of the day, and you're like, oh, made it. I made it through the first day. And then you have to go back the second day, and you find out that maybe you're not as fearful as you were the first day. Why? Because it's a little bit more comfortable, isn't it? It just feels a little bit more safe. It feels like, okay, I at least know where I'm supposed to park. I know what door I'm supposed to go into now. I know where maybe the break room is or where I'm supposed to put my belongings. I know a few familiar faces now. It feels a little bit more comfortable and that fear factor is going away. And by the end of the first week, you're going, oh, wow, I got this. You know what? I was right. Good morning, Miss Sherry. You know, by the end of the first, you know, that first morning, you're going, I got this. We can do this. You know, and you're just going, okay, we, we can do this. We can do this. And that fear has gone away, which is really kind of nice, isn't it? It's really kind of nice to go, oh my God, we're doing so much better here than I was before. I just remembered I have to paste this one more place. Um, <clears throat> so, but we do have that comfortability. And you have to understand with most things you do, that's what's going to happen. If it's just an uncomfortable situation that you're afraid of, or you have fear of, that uncomfortable position is, is going to dissipate. It's going to dissipate. So when you look at the medium life, okay, when you look at the life of a medium or a psychic, um, God, I love my, good morning, dragon pearl tea, just so you know. Um, so when you look at the life of a medium, <laughs> um, good morning, Miss Vanessa. Um, what you end up finding is that we tend to have fear. I, I'm not going to say I'm without fear. I'm not going to say I'm without fear because thank you for sharing, Joe. And anybody else that wants to share, please go ahead and share, share, share. Yesterday's show, show 60 shares, guys. I want to top that. 60 shares yesterday. Unbelievable amount. And thank you for that. Thank you for getting this out to the world yesterday. But, um, when I'm talking about it, like I said, when I'm talking about my life, it is a medium. I'm not going to say I go without fear because you know what? I've, I've done thousands of thousands of readings and thousands of thousands of events. No, Domino, I'm not guilty because I, I'm really the real thing, Domino. Um, I think that's your name, Domino Effect. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> but what I do really fear is, you know what? One thing is I'm only as good as my last reading. And if I get in my head, if I get in my head, I'm always going to have fear. If I start to think about a reading before I actually hook up, or before I make the phone call, or before I get into Zoom, or before I meet them in person, I'm going to start to have fear, and probably more fear than I need. Why? Because I'm getting in my head. So I really always tell, I tell a lot of my students, you know, learn your prep work, learn how to prep, whether it's meditation or prayer. Um, whatever it may be, your breath work to get you into that moment. It's really important to do that to kind of just bring yourself into that space and keep yourself out of your head. Okay. The next thing is to take those breaths. Don't think, of, good morning, Miss Julie. Um, please, you know, it's the moment to take those breaths. Okay. And um, realize that 
your breath is going to do a whole lot. Okay, because when we get into a fearful position, we tend to get tense. We start we start to take shallow, more shallow breaths. We start to go, you know, and you may not be hyperventilating, but you'll start to notice you're all physiological. I can't say that word either. I'm like, God, guys, what is it with me? My talking, um, physiology starts to change a little bit. How it's working, it starts to change. So you need to start using your breath work right off the bat. So the number one is get off your head, play some music. Um, learn to meditate, learn to relax, but start paying attention to your breathing. Just start to take this breath and go, and you know, in through the nose, out through the mouth. You know, um, a lot of people do a lot of different things, mantras, um, chants, whatever, just maybe thought process of, of breathing in and breathing out. And that really helps you with that fear factor. Okay. It really helps you to calm the nerves. It helps you to start getting out of your head. It starts to get you more focused on a different direction. And this is something that I have to do. Now, me personally, when I go to do a reading, what I literally do is, um, I literally, and, and everybody looks at me really strange when I do this because I'll come into my space and I'll make sure my space is set up. And then I walk out of my space. I walk, I, I make sure the energy is neutral in here. I make sure it feels good. But then I walk right out. I get out of the space and I might go do some dishes. I, I'll use the restroom. I wash my hands, um, which I think is a natural thing. Um, oh, thank you, Joe. Um, I, you know, I will, you know, answer some emails off my phone. I will do whatever it takes, messenger, you know, message some people, whatever it might be. And then right before, right before the reading, you know, say three to five minutes before the reading, I come into my space, I sit down, um, I make sure that everything again is back where it needs to be. And then I take some more deep breaths and I say a little prayer. Okay. I just say a little prayer and my little prayer really is about bringing my loved ones, my guides in, the angels in, all, all my clients, loved ones, guides and angels in. And I just bring it all together so that I may hear things in a clear, concise manner and which, um, you know, oh, Jody Lynn, I think you found it. Um, so in a, in a way of which that it, it helps me to prepare and I just take that deep breath. I relax and I just start that with, Hey, good morning. How you doing? My you know, I'm Tiet Renee. I'm calling you or whatever it might be. And that pulls me right out of the fear factor because you have to remember every time I go into a reading, it really is an unknown. I know how I work. You know, I know how I work. But you know what? I'm gonna be might be talking to their loved ones. I might be talking to their their guides. I might be talking to, you know, their energy, what it might be. And every time it's gonna be an unknown situation for me. So yeah, there can be a really good domino effect. Um, Todd, can we just block that domino altogether, please? Um, negativity really is just not a place to be today. Thank you, Todd. Um, I'm just not going to accept a negativity today, guys. Just not accepting it. So um, literally, you know, it's it's preparing myself, getting myself on my head and preparing myself. And I find myself doing that with a lot of different situations. I mean, how about you? How, how about you? I mean, where do you do it? Do you have a fear of flying? Do you have a fear of snakes like I do? Do you have... Um, other fears, you know, everybody watched me literally, you know, in January, you know, if you watch my show in January with Natalie Jones, you watch my biggest fear, my biggest fear in the world next to seeing a great white shark, which highly doubt I'm going to ever have that happen to me <clears throat> is, is having a snake next to me. And here it did, lo and behold, it showed up, it, it showed up 
I never recount what I did that day because truly, guys, I wanted to bolt. I wanted to get out of town. I wanted to, um, I wanted to, um, I wanted to run. I wanted to get the, you know, heck out of Dodge. I wanted to not be where I was at. Do you remember that? And I talked about that prior to um, the show. I talked about that all together prior to the show. And uh, going, hey, you know, if you ever see, if I ever see a snake, you're going to see me run. You're going to see me run. And that day, it did go through my head to run. It did. It went through my head to just get the heck out of Dodge, you know, because that is, that is my thought process. Get the heck out of Dodge is my thought process. And um, instead, I sat there and I acknowledged it. And I don't know if you remember, but I sat there and I went, breathe, breathe, breathe breathe, breathe. Um, because that's what I needed to do. I needed to just sit back and breathe. And I actually talked through the process of fear, didn't I? I don't know if anybody recollects that, but I talked through the process of fear. And I, I literally went, okay, Natalie, I feel like I, I, and I had to do this for myself. I wasn't doing this for a lesson for anybody. I had to do it for myself because that snake was looking at me and you could tell the snake was just as afraid as I was but the snake was reading my energy, 110 fold reading my energy. So I literally was looking at it and it was looking back at me and I'm like, oh my God, that thing knows I'm afraid. It knows I'm afraid. And oh my God, what do I need to do? I need to breathe. I need to relax. I need to calm down. It felt me jump. It felt my, my aura go flying out at it and then pull back into me immediately because I was like going to cocoon myself and protect myself with my aura. And literally, so I pulled it back and I went, okay, I need to just, I just need to just push back. Hey, Todd, Domino found a way in again. Thank you, sir. I needed to, I think Domino's going to every place. I mean, he just really wants attention today, doesn't he or she? Domino, thank God, they just want attention. Look at them. Think they need their own radio show. What do you think? Domino, hook up with my producer. He'll get you your own your own station so you can talk about all your negative things. Um, but they literally, because um, he's just an attention seeker at this point. So literally, I had to pull, I, I literally talked myself through that and I went, okay, I need to relax. I need to let my aura go back to where it was, where, you know, because when the snake first came out and didn't notice I was there, it didn't have a reason to be afraid. Why? Because I wasn't pushing out fear. I was just allowing it to be there. Okay. And the moment I let my energy go back out and I just went, took some breaths and I relaxed, literally the snow snake was just, um, the snake was just, um, very calm. It was quiet. It turned away. It just decided to sunbathe. Okay. It just decided to sunbathe and it was like, okay, here you go. Okay. Here you go is what it was. And it was beautiful how that happened. It was just beautiful how that happened. Now, I will tell you what happened after that. Then it turned around and it looked at me again for everybody that watched. And what did I do with my energy? Immediately, I sucked it back in again and went, whoa, 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 let it out, let it out, let it out. I'm already in a comfortable zone with this snake because it showed it wasn't going to hurt me. And all I have to do is relax. All I have to do is relax. And that's when I did it. It literally just slithered away. And it was amazing. It was amazing how, how it happened. 
But it really taught me a lot because even though I was still afraid, okay, and I'll tell you what, that whole time I was on on sign, you guys see me. I mean, I um, I was nervous. I was scared. I mean, I'm sure a million people sat there and laughed and laughed and laughed at me and went, oh, my God, what are you doing type of thing. Um, and just, and having a good expense, laugh at my expense and go for it. Cause I'm sure it was, I bet you it was a hoot to watch it. I bet you it was a hoot to watch it. Okay. Um, I know I probably would have laughed at me, but when I walked out of that situation and it was so funny because I got in the house and, and this is the part everybody didn't get to see, because when I got in the house, I literally walked in and I went, Oh my God, you guys are not going to believe what happened. Cause obviously nobody in the house was watching or listening because they had their own lives going on. And uh, <clears throat> I, I looked at Miss Mary and Miss Mary literally, Miss Mary literally goes, well, how big was it? And I went like this big. It was like three feet. And she goes, oh, it's grown. And I and then she chuckled. She chuckled. And I'm like, really? You knew you had like you knew it was there. And then she went on to tell me about how she doesn't like it and how, you know, she's not a big fond of snakes either, but that snake has been there since it was hatched. Okay. And she's pretty sure it's the same snake. And she's watched it over a couple of years. And how she it's sometimes it's at the end of the driveway, just sitting in the sun, and sometimes it's here and sometimes it's there. And it always kind of scares her, makes her jump a little bit, but it doesn't do any harm. It doesn't do any harm, but actually it's really good for the rodents, the rodents around and, and really does a really good job for those things, the rodents, the rats, all those types of things, and really kind of keeps our house a little safer. And I went, wow, that's really cool. And I thought, you know what, maybe I should start paying attention to some of that. Maybe I should start paying attention to some of that, you know, because I do live in Wisconsin. Now we do have a few snakes that are poisonous, but for the most part, what I'm going to find around my location it's really not going to be something I have to have fear over, an understanding of them. And maybe that's what I need to do is more educate myself so that I don't have the fear that I used to. Now, is my fear ever going to go away? I can hope so. I think that one's one for Deborah Zell to hypnotize, hypnotize me on and, and let me go, um, of which I will tell you, I've had two hypnotist sessions, excuse me, working with that fear of snakes. And I think, I really think that's why I was able to sit there with it. Um, and it's allowed me to start doing other functions that I wouldn't have done prior because of my fear of snakes. But I will tell you, um, it's cool to know that when we have an uncomfortability zone, that that fear is there and that we have a lot of different measures we can do to bring us out of that, to bring us out of that and be able to just go forward with. OK, so those are just some things of that fear factor. Those are just some things of those fear factors. Okay. Um, so, you know, when you think about it, when you think about it, I'm sorry, I'm reading comments at the same time. I was, oh my God. Stephanie Savoy, thank you for coming to listen. She said, I was about to reply to that person. How rude. <laughs> LOL, when you mentioned them. Thank you, Stephanie. Um, yeah, some people are really rude, aren't they? You know, and it's really funny because the people that will shame us today, are the people that awaken tomorrow. <laughs> Isn't it the way it is? Um, and I will tell you what, that's another thing I've had all week is a fear factor of, of getting thicker skin because I have put myself out a lot further this last week than I ever have before. And of course, it comes with a lot of people that are going to shame and and call me every name under the book and, and everything else. And it's just, and I will tell you what, sometimes that does become a fear factor. It becomes a fear factor because when... You push yourself to another level. 
when you push yourself to be something more than you thought you could be. A lot of people come out of the woodwork. A lot of people that don't understand, don't get it, don't believe, um, will come out of the wood, woodwork and just, you know, say the negativity that they say. And you have to say, um, you have to really sit there and go, okay, what is it? What is this? And I had to really change that around because over this last week, I've had, <clears throat> I can tell you hundreds, hundreds of comments of negativity and calling me everything there is. And at first, I really wanted to pull my energy back because I thought, God, am I doing the right thing? Am I really doing the right thing? Am I really doing what my path is? And it really got me into that fear zone of maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And then as the week went, I started to go, I started to hear from my guides going, you need thicker skin. You need thicker skin. These are the ones that aren't awake today. They'll be awake tomorrow. And I went, okay, I can do that. I can do that. And then somebody shared to me um, the message of the Pope accepting psychics and mediums and saying, you know what, in religion, he's no longer going to discount us. He's no longer going to say that we're fakes and frauds because there's just too much evidence to state. And it's too many times that we come across with direct evidence that there's no way we could possibly know. There's no way we could possibly fathom or get and he has said that we're the real deal. And I have to sit back and think all of those people that have made me afraid over the last week don't know who we are, don't understand what we do. They don't understand that we really are here for the common good, that we are here to say, oh, my God, um, you know, we're here to do something. Stephanie is saying, I love how spirit brings people together or meet the right people at the right time. The fact that you're talking about fear, and I remember you are one of the people who allowed me to read for you before testing. That is all I remember. I know how, know what that has said as I remembered your name. Oh, thank you, Stephanie. I remember that today too. And that was a phenomenal reading, Stephanie, just so you know. Phenomenal, phenomenal reading. Um, she also says, I also remember that you gave me some positive feedback and encouragement. And I apologize, don't remember the exact. And that's okay, Stephanie. I never remember any of it either. It's okay. But it's the feeling of what people give you. And those feelings help you get out of that fear factor. All of those feelings help you get out of those fear factors. And that's one thing as myself as a teacher, and I'm sure Lisa can tell you the same thing. Sometimes you have to just help somebody get out of a fearful moment. Get out of that fear factor of being able to move on and really kind of just be who you're supposed to be and allow yourself to be there. And being a psychic or a medium, um, we are walking into a place that there is a lot of fear. We are really looking into a lot of people, a lot of places where we go, okay, here you go. Here you go. Um, <laughs> what really? Wow, Domino, just keep going. Go talk to the Pope, Domino. Um, he just, he's literally, well, they, I, I have to tell you, Domino is listening to every word I have to say, every single word. I love this. Thank you for listening so intently. You must listen better than any single person that has ever listened to me. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but with being a psychic and a medium, it's working on that fear factor. It's working on those feelings. It's working on that knowing. Know that what you're receiving here, you know what, and giving it the way you get it, you're never going to really be wrong. Okay. It may not be accepted today, but I'll tell you what, when people actually open their minds, they hear it coming in and they know it is truth.
And it's amazing. It's beautiful. It is beautiful when that just happens. And I'm really sorry, Domino, you've never had evidence of proving psychics. I apologize. Maybe you and you and the Pope should hook up and he can give you just loads upon loads upon loads and books and history and so much history of truth in it. Because really, if you did your history lesson, you would find that we're the real thing. There's no hiding us. And that is for anybody. And I want everybody today to sit there and look back at the times. You know what? If you have a hard time with being who you are and coming out, and I am saying if you're coming out with as you're a psychic or as you're a medium, if you're coming out as that, if you're coming out of the closet door and you're going, oh, my God, this is it. And I don't know. And I don't know how I feel about this. Please look into history. Look into history. We're, You know what? We've been there since the beginning of time. We're being acknowledged. We're, you know, everything is there and it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. So on this note, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when I bring back, I'm going to bring back Lisa. This is Jet Renee on School Through Spirit with WLTK DB. Looking to launch your new masterpiece? Then try something new with Moonbow Publishing and Production. At Moonbow, we have a strong desire to serve authors in a powerful and meaningful way. After all, you poured your heart and soul into your writing and we fully understand and respect that. Remember this. You will own the copyright to your work. You will have the final say on your work before being published. Even after all of that, we've saved the best for last. We won't take a percentage sold. Nope, not a penny. Excited about MoonbowPublications.com yet? We thought so. Take advantage of our company's services like book editing, formatting, and covers, publishing, and photography. Moonbow Publishing and Productions has everything you are looking for in a company. Remember, we will not keep any commissions. We are a boutique publishing company focusing on spiritual, health and wellness, and personal growth genres. Moonbow Publications and Productions, a new kind of publishing company. Hey, this is Janet Renee on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB, and I'm welcoming Miss Lisa Leos. You're on mute. We got. Can we unmute you? Yeah. Okay. There you are. Hi. How are you? Fabulous. How about yourself? I'm good. Sorry about that. I was uh, in the background, and I thought I better mute myself. That works. <laughs> that works. It's beautiful. You look lovely today. Thanks. Oh my gosh, I think great minds. I was thinking silver and sparkles or silver and black today. <laughs> All about the sparkles. You know me. I'm such a sparkle queen. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. I'm doing fabulous. I was talking about fear today and fear factors. Oh, and you know all about that. I do. I'll tell you what, I think I'm the queen of it. You know, I think you I'm are. the queen of it. <laughs> I really am. It's take and I was telling people, it just takes people forever to get over the fear sometimes you know yeah it does but fear in every aspect so you know i know who you are 
I know a lot of people know who you are, but can you tell people who you are? <laughs> sure. Uh, so my name's Lisa Williams. I am a psychic medium, spiritual teacher, author, Diet's teacher. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so I've been I've been doing this work for oh gosh, twenty eight years, almost twenty nine, and um, so yeah, that's that's basically me. I run probably one of the largest spiritual development schools in the world. So I am super excited and very blessed to be on your show. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I I, I can't even tell you how much I'm so blessed to say you that you said yes. You know, that you just said yes. You know? Seriously. I know you had said a year ago, but you know, again, fear, you know me in fear. I'm like, oh my God, I know she told me yes. She basically said I'll come. And I went, Oh, I'm not asking yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking yet. Like, we well, need to here I am. under my belt before I bring on Lisa. You know? So um, you know, with my show, I talk a lot about people's journeys, you know, um, because I know we could talk so much about what you do today. But one of the biggest questions I have people that ask me is really about how did you get started? How did this happen? You know, and that is like a huge question. And I think that's the question that helps more people with what we do kind of start or accept who they are. So how was it for you in the beginning? Um, well, you got to remember 28 years ago, we are going back to sort of like, oh my gosh, going back into the 90s. <laughs> So, which was, which was crazy, but my story started way before that, back in the seventies, I was four years old when I first started to see spirit. Now, one of the things, you know, in my family, my my, my mom was a little bit skeptical, but kind of open-minded at the time when I was starting to see spirit. My dad was an absolute closed-minded atheist and in a way still is, bless him, love my dad. Um, but what happened in that period of time is my grandmother started to develop her own gift. My grandmother, as far as I'm concerned, I'm sure there's many mediums there that are incredible, but my grandmother was the best medium that walked the planet. <laughs> okay, I'm biased. Oh, But seriously, so she started to develop and when I was seven years old, my grandfather died. And it's when that happened, my my grandmother stepped into her own actual development as a medium and it was no longer in the closet. Mm -hmm. So that was the early 80s. And, you know, things were starting to happen for me. And my my grandmother was saying to my parents, you know, Lisa's a lot like me. Lisa's a lot like me. And then, you know, cut to, of course, it was all poo pooed away. But cut to when I was in my late early teens, that things started to really sort of happen. And I was branded the weirdo, you know, I was always strange. And I used to do things to overcome, you know, to kind of push away the weirdness of it. You know, so I was very athletic. I, I was always in this and that. And I was trying to do this to try and actually go away from my, my weird life, per se. Right you know, which is now my normal life. And, and that was it. So I didn't really start developing until my late teens. And my, my grandmother actually said to me, you're going to continue with my work and you're going to be in America. And I'm thinking, absolutely not. This little English girl is never going to leave to go to that big country. Oh my God, where they speak a different, you know, with dialect and I can't understand them. Right. And obviously here I am, but it was very interesting. My development really came from trial and error. Mm -hmm. I was thrown into, hey, do a reading, 
and by the way, you're charging this. And I went, um, what do I do? And that was it. So my development was really thrown in the deep end and you're going to have to swim. Otherwise you're going to drown. Yeah. And, that and that's, that's gotta be so scared though. That's gotta be a fear factor of walking out of that. You know, I mean, I know you don't ever show having fear. You're like, you're really good at masking it. If you do have fear <laughs> like, and I know you'll tell everybody, Hey, you know what? I do have fear. I do get it. It's normal, you know, but to walk into this life, especially during that period of time, had God been nervous, you know, nerve wracking to say, I'm going to leave my, I'm going to leave my regular nine to five job. Yeah. I mean, that's twofold really, because um, I had no choice of leaving my regular nine to five job. Okay. So, but my first ever reading, I do remember sitting there <laughs> in my car. I hadn't even had Charlie then at that point. So gosh, yeah, I hadn't even have Charlie. And so, and he's 22. So I did my first proper professional reading 20, 25 years ago, my wow. first professional. And I've been playing around with it, you mm -hmm. know, for a few years prior. And what had actually happened is I remember sitting outside my client's house thinking, oh, well, um, I guess I've got gas money for my car. <laughs> And so I remember walking in and in my head, I had the words of my grandfather saying, fake it till you make it. Okay. And I went, okay. So mm. I just faked it until I made it. And mm. I didn't realize I'd made it in probably 20 minutes into the reading. And that's, that's you know, I got her crying. I was like, oh my God, I feel really bad. Oh my God. You know, all of that. Right. And then, and then it became a word of mouth. And we have to realize that social media wasn't around, the internet wasn't around, all of that. I, you know, I had a cell phone, but that was it. Mm -hmm. And before I knew it, it started to escalate and I started to get recommendations, referrals, referrals. And I was started to get booked up six, eight, 12 months in advance. Mm -hmm. And so I was working as a sales rep because at that point then I became, I was single mom. And something had to give. And I remember saying, because I was doing all of these readings at night, so I was doing my work in the day and then going off at, well, clients were coming to me in the at night. And I'm thinking, something has to give. And I said to Spirit, I went, oh, my God, help me. And then I walked into my job the following day and they, they fired me. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, how dare you do this to me? I'm a single mom, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I was devastated. But actually, in all fairness, it was probably the best thing that I ever did. And one thing I did was I started to apply for, for different jobs. And, you know, I ironically got a job at my first, my high school, my old high school. And I wasn't due to start that until the January and I got made redundant in the October and I, something said, you know what, let me try and see if I can bring all my readings into the day. Who's going to have a day off for Lisa, you know? And then before I knew it, I was having people book up further in advance and I was still booked out wow. and something had to give. And I, I never started that full-time job. Oh, wow. And I still feel very bad for letting them down. But it was, I never looked back. Right. And it was scary. Don't get me wrong. It really was scary, especially as a mom of a, 
18 month old child who, you know, I had no income, no guaranteed income, didn't know where anything was coming from, had no, no official training, had never done this until I'd gone thrown into the deep end. Yeah. And I always stay by fake it till you make it. <laughs> you know what? I do too. You know what I mean? And people don't understand it when we say that. They don't understand it. They they put it on that we're just faking. It's like, no, it's not bad. It's just you have to pretend on confidence. You have to pretend on yeah. so many things. You know what I mean? Because you're telling yourself. You know what I mean? And then you have to get out of your head. And it's just people don't understand it. They don't understand those words. You yeah. know, they, they really don't, you know, and that's, that's okay with me, you know? So how did you end up in America then? I mean, that had to have been a journey on itself again, like, oh my God, trust, trust. Yeah. And actually I needed, I needed a kick <laughs> and in all fairness, I did get the kick and as much as I, I'm sorry, did you have an English person yelling at you? <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah. Um, in all fairness. You know, as much as he is my ex-husband, my my ex-husband has a lot to do with this. Oh. And I've got to give him his absolute credit for this. Okay. And Charlie's dad as well, who are two different people. And um, Charlie's dad was absolutely exceptional in saying, you know, go and follow your dream. Charlie can go. It's not a problem. So he didn't hold me back. But when I was given the opportunity to do, you know, to do to come to America and basically mm -hmm. a very, very famous person said to me, come to America, America will love you. You will love America. And then we'd come over and then we thought, okay, why not? And Kevin said, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. And so I did, we took the leap of faith. I would never have done it because I had that fear, but thankfully, you know, he funded that whole trip and we came for three months and I got seriously sick. And it was in that time that, you know, we had to extend our visa for 10 days afterwards, which is really unheard of. And it was like divine guided. Right. And in, it was in those extra 10 days that I ended up staying that I met Merv Griffin. Right. And Merv Griffin said, oh, my God, you know, why aren't you famous yet? I never forget walking out of his office and him saying that. And I said, because I've never met you yet, Merv. <laughs> and what a truer statement. I mean, what seriously. Yeah. And um and that's when the opportunity was presented. I, I did, you know, I, I they pulled me over to America to do a pilot and it took it was three years in the running. So anyone who's trying to get a quick TV show, good luck. All right, it doesn't <laughs> happen that quick. It takes a few it takes a while. <laughs> you really had to spend that visa, didn't you? <laughs> I came yeah, I mean, up. <laughs> the whole hurry up and wait situation. But you know, and really it was, it was Merv Griffin that gave me the opportunity and my former husband, my ex-husband, Kevin, who, you know, just pushed me. Mm -hmm. And I really am very grateful to both of them right. for, for really, and the, and the famous person and kind of shoving me. It was like a real good shove. Go, 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 go. Right. And once I started, it was so funny because I never forget driving through the canyon on my way over to to do the filming of the TV show and my the guy who was driving me Dallas said what are you going to do after this filming finishes and I went I'm just going to go back to do my readings anyway he just laughed <laughs> I 
could have seen it. Like I'm going back to Redditch and you know what? Life is going to yeah. be great. I'm going to go back to England. Yeah. And I'm just going to go back to do my 25 readings a week because I've got a whole waiting list waiting for me. And he just absolutely howled. He went, okay. Did you, okay. Finish, did you finish the waiting list? <laughs> um, I did. I, I did finish part of the waiting list. There was still some that I couldn't complete and now my waiting list is like over a thousand people I, I was gonna say it's crazy and it's like you're not even doing readings the way you were doing them anymore you know so no. that list is just getting longer and longer and longer you know and it's I always think it's funny because every once in a while I go I should get on that list you know what I mean <laughs> and I'm like but what would Lisa tell me? And do I really want to hear it? Yeah, I know. There's special privileges for master teachers. <laughs> I know. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Because I've had my days where I'm like, I should just call Lisa and say, Lisa, yeah. oh my God. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> it is. But I, I have to honestly tell you, and this is what I always get back. Every time I think I'm going to call Lisa, I'm going to set up a reading. And I always get, you already know. Just go to yourself. Look into your heart. You already know the answer. You don't need me for your answer. And then I go, okay, like, a, you know, like a little school kid, like, okay, I know, I'll get it. <laughs> it's so true. You know, and just going forward. So do you, I know you've had the two TV shows, Life Among the Dead, and then Voices from the Other Side. Are you, do you want to get back into TV? So I had three, actually. One three. wasn't released over here. Yeah, oh. one was not released in America. Did you know about the closet or something? No, this, oh my God, there was, there was, I've done several. So the other one was Lisa Williams Live, which many people will see on YouTube. Okay. Uh, it, was, it was streamed all over Europe and Australia and everywhere else. It just didn't come to America. Oh. But it's funny because there's, <laughs> it's funny because we are in the works of, there's always something in the works. It's just whether or not I'm the right fit, I'm the right face, I'm the right voice, I'm the right person. You know what it's like, but it's, it's, there's, there's definitely something in the works, right? Well, there's two projects in the works, so. And I know you're probably, because like I talked to, I had Rob Thompson on yesterday, and I, I know you probably, he's um, the um, founder and creator of Ghost Finders. It's a streamlined paranormal. Mm -hmm. And he is always, and he's, he's turned into like a business partner kind of a thing also. And he's always like, hurry up and shut up, hurry up and shut up. So it's like, something's going on, but I can't talk about it. Something's going on, but I can't talk about it. That's exactly it. And I'm, a, you know what? I want to know. And it's like, but I can't tell you. <laughs> it's true. And it's so true. Um, and I think one of the thing is, things, especially in the end, this industry, mm -hmm. is so, you know, you can't reinvent the wheel. And if you've got an idea, you do have to keep it to yourself because there's so many people that will, will and it happens in every industry, mm -hmm. you know, jump onto it and go, oh my God, that's a great industry. I'm going to do it. And whether it's the fact that they've got more money to make it happen immediately or they've got the resources or they just know the people, you know, so you hear a lot of people, you hear a lot of people say, they stole my idea. Well, I always say they might have stolen the idea, but let's face it. You know, there's a lot of ideas out there. We're really empathic. We're going to pull off other other people. And it's really who has got the resources to make that happen. So um, if spirit was giving it to us and giving it to us, do I am I naive enough to think it's just me that they're giving the idea to? No, they want the idea out there. They just are giving it to the certain people that can probably make it happen. And there's one of us who's going to make it quicker 
happen quicker. That's how I look at it. So I always think it's all fair in love and readings. I think it's a great way to look at I really do. I think that's a fabulous way to looking at it just because it's like, I know if you tell, if they tell me, I'll get it done when I get over my fear factor. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, hey, let's go to somebody else that doesn't maybe have that fear that maybe has done it and let's get him going. You that's know? Right. That's and, right. But then spirit, I always know it's going to come back and have something for me that says, you know what, when she's ready, we're going to be there. We're, you right. know what, she's going to be there ready to go, you know, and that's, yeah. it's just how it works, you know? Absolutely. Happens well, all the time. It does. So are you ever looking at going back on tour though, now that Charlie's over the age of 18 and, you know, and I'm not going to say her name, but your daughter's over the age of 18. Oh, you can say Kaylee. Yeah. She, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Because yeah, I she, yeah, she, um, in the background, so. So it's funny because when when Charlie was 16, I was like, oh, yeah, I can go back on tour again. And then Kaylee came into my life. Um, Kaylee is my daughter who I adopted um, two years ago. And she she's just a remarkable soul. I've just got to tell you what a remarkable soul she is. But there, you know, now I'm an empty nester because I am an empty nester, and I actually finally live with my husband, which is so bizarre. I was gonna say, what's that like? <laughs> like um, and and if you don't, if anyone listening going, oh, why doesn't she live with her husband? Um, basically, he's in the army, and he was stationed four hours away from me. Right. So then I had to, I had to stabilize our children. And then once they had left, I could then go and live with my husband right. after he'd been deployed. Right. You know, and now he's back. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would like to. There's a lot of there's a lot of things coming up. But going on tour is something I am very excited about. And I am speaking with somebody about doing that. But I'm actually holding a lot of retreats. Okay. So there's a lot of retreats that are coming up. There's a lot of workshops, certainly online, that's coming up. There's a lot of in-person stuff. Mm -hmm. because I feel like so many people are getting fed up with the online learning mm -hmm. while it's easy and it's convenient and it's, it's great in that respect. It is also very mundane sometimes. And as much as I try to have fun with it, you know, people want the real person. They want to touch, they want to squeeze, they want to hold, they want to hug, they'll do, do all of that. Yeah. So we're starting to do a lot more in-person events as well. That's starting uh, in a couple of months. You actually inspired me and another master teacher to hold a retreat. Me and Kelly are coming together to do one in Sedona. Yay, that's awesome. We are, we're actually coming together to say, let's do this. Because I don't know if you knew this. Kelly's been my numerologist for my show here for the last like six, seven months. Yeah, I have seen her on your show. Oh, and she's amazing. And she, I actually got her to get her own show. So I'm like, yes, Kelly. Yes. <laughs> I know I saw that. I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. But I'm trying to get like, I, I think every master teacher should have their own show. <laughs> I agree, sir. I absolutely agree. Yeah. One yeah. of my students is going, when are you coming to Janesville? <laughs> Like, I've tried. I got her to Milwaukee. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm I'm gonna be coming somewhere. You know, somewhere locally to you. Well, locally, Madison. You know, Milwaukee. Somewhere mm -hmm. up there. That's where everybody kind of comes. You know, Chip Coffee yeah. gets coming to the Dells. You know, John Edward goes to Madison. Nobody really goes to Milwaukee, which is really strange. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know. Where was I? I was. You were in, in Milwaukee. Was I in Milwaukee? Just, okay. Uh, Milwaukee, the spiritualist church. Yeah, that's right. I knew I knew I was somewhere locally. So yeah. yeah it was close. It was within within distance, you know. Yeah. So, you know, my biggest question I always have, and I don't know if you know this, and if you watch the show like the whole entirety to the end, which you know, I'm 
as you already know and pointed out, I talk a lot. So, you know, two hours is a long time to listen to me. <laughs> At the end of my Monday show, I always do a card reading for the week. And I notoriously mm -hmm. use your cards, you know. And I literally would tell everybody, like, go to your store, get them. because. And I bought, like, four packs. I bought them and literally until, until like, they couldn't get them anymore, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, like... I dug and dug and dug and I kept telling people, get your cards, get your cards. And I know you have your other inspirational deck. Mm -hmm. Are you also looking at making another deck? And I'm asking you because I have a million people going, oh my God, I want Lisa's cards. And I'm like, if you didn't do it when I said, <laughs> you have to wait. So it's funny because I'm just grabbing them because um, these two decks, this one, especially, I really love, I love both of them. Yes. Um, we do have, we have actually created two other decks internally. We just haven't released them. Okay. Um, so there are two decks that are waiting to be released, as there are is two books as well. That's but we haven't released them. Yeah. We just haven't released them yet. Okay. Um, and I think it was because, quite honestly, everybody started to release books during COVID, mm -hmm. and we just went, you know what? I'm just going to wait because, quite honestly my teachings just went completely off the charts and if i have you know if i have to be very very frank my teachings is where i align with you know mm -hmm. these tools are fabulous and i think they're great and it's a great marketing tool and everything else but truly my teaching is where i align so much right so i think in my head this I, I've just got to find the time oh, to do, more. <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> a long time. Yeah. And I, I love it because I, I do believe you're for me. I, I wanted to ask because your tools are just for myself. I've actually, one of the reasons why I kept buying your decks of cards weren't necessarily, I mean, yeah, I do have a few backups in case mine, you know, somebody breaks the binding or something, you yeah. know, I'm also teaching my granddaughter how to do cards. Now we're using oh. your cards. Oh, I know. She just, I'll tell you what, Lisa, sometime when I come to Lilydale, I have to bring my little star. I really do. Aww. You know, and not that Lisa's ever met her, but she was born when I was in Lilydale. So it just, I know. I remember it. Me. Oh, my God. I don't know if that destroyed me or if it was my biggest blessing. You know? Oh, my gosh. I remember. And you were right. You were a mess. I was a mess. I was yeah. a mess. I mean, when you have those moments when you look at somebody and you've shriveled down to nothing or you feel like you do it was the day I came up to you and I showed you your picture. And I was, I think I was on my knees looking at you. And you're like, do you want to share like to a two year old? I'm like, please, can I? Like, I got to get this out, you know? And Deb did an astrology reader on it right off the bat and, you know, everything. But I've, I've used your cards to teach her. And now I've actually bought her another deck of her own, a little unicorn deck cards. But I also use your cards that I could buy up. So when I have my own students and they're really struggling, I've actually emailed or I've mailed your cards to them. Aww. So I have, I have this little surprise that show up and they're going, oh my God. And I'm like, those are the, the deck that actually got me where I had belief in cards, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not that it wasn't a tarot reader before because I did, but I couldn't look at it as a tool. I, I was just totally separated on the two. I, I was just like, one was this and one was this, and I couldn't bring them together. Okay. And that deck went, wow, there's, there's simplistic, but there's so much and they're just so powerful. So I, I mailed them to people to say, Hey, use this. And right. it's, 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 
mind blowing what it does for people. Aww. And I love that because I love I love your cards because of that reason. And that's why I hate the fact that we can't get the one deck because as far as teaching goes, they are just they're such um to me it's just they're like an extra part of you and your teaching mm-hmm. and where that goes to. You yeah. know, and I think that's very valuable. We are working on getting those deck um done again we've just had some contractual stuff that was going on with them so as soon as that's all finished then we are actually going to be reproducing them um but yes it's just it's just logistics and it's contacts and it's just i'm telling you when they when they start i need to be the first one so i can order like a shipment (laughs) that's fine we can give you that Well, just they are a powerful too. And if I'll tell you, anybody, I think you can still get them in French if you read French you yeah. know, off eBay or Amazon. Um, so a little bit about the books that are coming out. I don't know how much you can talk about those, but you know, if there's even like a, a tidbit you can talk about those because I do know you have survival. So like everybody knows about phenomenal book, phenomenal book, and it's so funny because I, I'm going to confess, I've read almost the whole book. But as I've got to confess, and I've been instructed not once but twice to read the book, I get to the part about relationships. (laughs) We need to explore that one, dear. I need to explore that one. And I have that book, I'm not going to lie. I cannot tell you how many travels it goes into my suitcase or goes in my baggage. And I'm like, I'm going to get through this chapter this time. And I get the same page, and I'm like, not today. It's funny because I have a book like that, which this book has really changed my life, the book that I'm reading. And it was, I'll be honest with you, I have that book and I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, God. It, it, it's just been around the world with me recently. And I think I read three pages and I was like, oh, gosh, but it's a phenomenal book. But go back to the book. So yeah. Divine Wisdom um, is this, this is a book which is purely channeled messages. Mm-hmm. And then over really the height of COVID, I did 101 messages from spirit. Yeah. And so the book that I'm writing uh, or that I've written is the 101 messages from spirit, which is just, I've just got to really pull it together um, and go through the editing. But then there's another book that I'm actually working on, um, which talks about the science of mediumship and the science of psychics and how we work and, and, Really, it's there to help many psychics, mediums, and people who just don't understand this work because there is a massive science on it. And it's something that I'm just exploring right now. And I think that's very valued, very, very valued. You know, um, and I have to tell you, this week, I've gone back to that a lot because you get a lot of naysayers and a lot of hate people. And I go back to your teachings on the science of a medium or a psychic's brain. And I'm like, gosh, it's right there. It's all in black and white. You can't doubt yeah. that. You can't. You can't. That book come out will be just such a, I will be handing that out to everybody that like tries to throw a stone. I'm going to throw a book. You know, <laughs> here. Throw a book. I'll make it in hard back then. Yes. <laughs> throw the book back at you. Like here, if, the, if you don't believe the Pope, here's Lisa's book. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Thank but you. I, I, I love that. I do love that. So let's talk more about your school because that's huge. That is huge. It's my baby. It's your baby. It, it is. And I'm having the blessing right now of going through like all the lessons and there's just so much. So yeah. Much. So my school really started, it's the 10 year anniversary this year of my school. 
Wow. Um, and which I'm so excited about. But it it kind of came. So I have Tony Stockwell to blame for this. All right. So Tony Stockwell, um, we were working together. He's like, Lisa, I've got a little space. You know, it's only little. It doesn't need to be very big. Why don't you get a little space? So I'm like, no. So anyway, I, I got kind of a big space. But anyway, and I don't have a physical location anymore because mm -hmm. I've realized you know, I did up until COVID. And then I just realized after the last master teacher, I just wasn't using it. Right. And then spirit intervened and flooded the whole thing. So I went, okay, I guess it's time <laughs> to leave. So, <laughs> you know, thank God for insurance. But, you know, Tony Stockwell basically said to me, he's like, create a space. And I created the International School of Spiritual Development. Mm -hmm. And one of the things is I wanted to certify people because at that period of time, it was in the height of me traveling. So many people wanted a reading and I wanted to be able to recommend readers, but not, but also have confidence in the people I was going to be recommending. Right. And one of the things that came to me was like, Lisa, why don't you train them to the standard that you are comfortable with and then you're comfortable in recommending people? Hence my certification started which was now what is now called the CSA, which is Certified Spiritual Advisor Course, which we just launched and is starting in April. All the babies again. Yeah, all the babies again. My gosh. But it's morphed since then. So mm -hmm. 10 years ago, it used to be three weeks. Um, it used to be four weeks online. And then it was, you know, like a, I think a four day training course. Yeah. Now or five day, and now it is oh, months. 18 months. months online. Months, I know when I did it, it was just I only did the, the certification, but it was four months with five days with you. Yeah, well, now it is um huge. Now, now it's 18 months. <laughs> God, I'm sorry, so oh, it's, it's 18 months, yeah, 18 months and four, four days with me. So and also they're working with a master teacher in training as well. So the master teachers will be starting in the next few months. Um, they'll be coming in. So it's kind of big, you know, but not only do I teach that, I now teach everything from forensic mediumship to platform mediumship to trance to psychic. Um, I do a coaching course. There's so much that I am doing right now. But that actually, but my school is my baby. It is. So with the, you know, I know you've talked about like the certification, but how have you seen it grow as you've grown? Because, you know, gifts change, they grow, they change, they morph, you, you know, you think you're going to be this and you end up being this. And then next thing you know, they change it to something else. So how has the school changed? It's changed dramatically. You know, my learning through doing readings and that's the one thing that I insisted on doing as much as no matter how how crazy I was traveling or how busy I was teaching or being a mom, I still did the handful of private readings. Mm -hmm. The reason why is that each reading teaches me something for me to break it down into a lesson. Mm -hmm. And so I, I broke it down. So every, I guess for me, as I was learning, it became wealthier and richer teaching. Mm -hmm. And then I got to a point and I said, not that I don't think I know anymore, but I went, I need to add another string to my bow. I need to add more information. 
And that's when I started on this quest of neuroscience. I started to learn neuroscience and I started to understand the importance of understanding our brain in any form of capacity, no matter what it was. And so I went on this, this, you know, I delved into neuroscience with a phenomenal teacher, Tara Swatch from um, MIT. And we were just doing her course was really phenomenal because she came at it from a whole brain thinking perspective Mm -hmm. where our brain is responsible for six elements. And Mm -hmm. in those six elements, Mm -hmm. one of them being logic, but then the other one of the other parts of it was also intuition. And I went, finally. And so it was interesting because then I realized how the limbic brain and the amygdala and the hippocampus and how the emotional part of the brain is actually connected to our gut instinct. Mm-hmm. And the reason and everything kind of fell into place. Why I felt like eating clean, healthy, cleansing, all of a sudden my intuition heightened. Mm-hmm. Duh, gut health, you yeah. know, it's part of the vagus brain, uh, vagus nerve. And I was like, what? So it actually really kind of helped me understand the way that the brain works. And I understood how the brain works for a medium and the psychic and in a way of fear right? and how we are overcome fear and when how we do word association and how our brain fires up. And I also went through another training course and um, it was so incredible. And now my teachings in a way, are probably frustrating to the student, but so valuable because I can take one concept, break it down, and then break it down further so they understand what's going on in their brain. Mm-hmm. So when they're starting to see, oh, I'm seeing something red and they're associating it to a red car, and then they associate it to speed, oh, this person died in a car crash. Mm-hmm. Now I can say, why that you've got these word association games and you're creating a story here but that's not the story Mm -hmm. the red fast car could be the fact that the grandfather drove the red fast car and was a sports racer but died of a heart attack 50 years later Mm -hmm. and so I can actually I can actually help them understand why they're triggering off on those different why their brain receptors are going and and it's just really incredible. And so it can be frustrating for my students, uh, but I think it's I think there's power having the knowledge. I, I can tell you as a person that because I am in your trans class right now, and I'm learning this from you. And I have to say, when you first did it, it started. I'm like, oh gosh, she's going off on something I didn't expect. But I really soaked in all the knowledge because I thought, you know what? Just to know how my brain works. Yeah, really helps me to understand myself. Yeah, what I didn't realize is what it was going to do for my readings. Mm-hmm. And it, this literally just happened to me a week ago in a gallery, and I mean, I was shocked because literally, I seen a grandfather when he was young. I seen he liked mechanical, but then all of a sudden, I'm seeing this bright, shiny red like old Camaro, and the hoods popped, and he's got the tools so gently around, and and all this, and instantly I'm like, I'm seeing a red card. Well, he had everything but the red card. And I'm like, hold on, come back. What's my brain trying to tell me? It's literally what I went back to, like what in this brain is firing off a red car, you yeah. know? And it literally associated me with a car that I had. 
And I went, oh, this was his baby. This was his, you know what I mean? So I was able to come back at it with an understanding. She goes, that I can understand, that I can take. Yeah. It was because of your teaching of neuroscience of how my brain works that all of a sudden it went from completely losing something and potentially losing a crowd of people, Mm -hmm. you know, to wait a second, what is my brain doing right now? And it's, I think, especially with trance, because you have to completely surrender, Mm -hmm. your brain actually needs to stay safe. So your brain needs to understand the processes before you can go into trance. And so the way that I'm doing trance, and I know that we've only got a couple of months left, but the way that I'm doing trance now is to delve in so deep. And when everybody comes together in May, it's going to be quite incredible. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, you know, going back to the CSA, so the Certified Spiritual Advisor course, I'm now putting six months of coaching in front because the one thing that I have found from everybody is that they've not, as a psychic, as a medium, as a healer, someone in this world, we forget to give back to ourselves. Mm -hmm. We don't give back to ourselves. So actually, if we're not in the right solid state, you know this, Diet. Oh, I know this. I'm shaking my head because I know. (laughs) This is so important for us to prepare ourselves for the journey ahead and ingrain those steps Mm -hmm. and then take you on the learning of healing, learning of psychic, learning of mediumship, the way that the energy manipulates itself to, and we manipulate it to get what we need. Yeah. It's powerful. So, you know, I I say it every year, but I feel that this is going to be the best time, the best teachings of the CSA because yes. last year I changed it and it was a mistake. I mean, it was it was basically I created a course on a mistake. But <laughs> this course now morphing into this new ideal is going to be absolutely incredible, and I can't wait. I'm I'll tell you what, if you need somebody to show up and talk about their story about that, I'll write you a book. I'll, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll just, because I do understand it right from the healing of, of letting this crack you open and not knowing to do with you to just physicality, what it did to me and all of it. I mean, I, I could, I could write the book on not paying attention to you. And I think that's very valuable because I know when I came to you as a as an instructor, I looked right at you and I, you know we had a dear person that I started with, and you went, they didn't understand what they were dealing with. You know they met their match when they cracked you open. That's right. You need me. Spirit brought you to me, and I also think that's the only reason I got into master teacher also is because Spirit looked at you and you said this girl is going to crumble if you don't take her on. You know, like she needs you personally to bring her through this, you know, Mm -hmm. and people don't realize that with development, they just don't realize that, you know, we, you can get the tools and and you can practice all the abilities you want, but spirit needs your life. Spirit needs that. And you've had this life. It's there for a reason and it's going to heal, you know, and you need to learn to give back to you. And that's got to be in development and taught in development. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, People say, who is Lisa Williams? And I go, Lisa Williams is an embodiment of spirit and spirit embodies me and I embody spirit Mm -hmm. because there's no separation. And and as I look at my clock, it's 11, 11. Um, (laughs) But it is, it is, it is so crazy in that, in that regard that really 
there is no separation. And it's great that you can learn all the techniques and go up and, and do readings and help people. But what happens when you fall? What happens when you crumble? This work has put me into hospital one too many times. Mm -hmm. This work has ruined one too many relationships. This work has ruined one too many of, uh, of, of events and things that have happened to me. Yeah. Now, people will be like, really? Well, truly it has because mm -hmm. I have always put this work first because mm -hmm. I have always given, 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 given back to everybody, but I've forgotten me. And that's what happens when we go into this work. And many people say, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Then I watch them six months later and they're spiraling down. And yeah. now they're coming to me for coaching and they're saying, you know what, this is really valuable. And so that's the reason why I decided I'm going to put the coaching first. And it just so happened that Spirit lined this up. It, this was not planned. Usually my marketing guy is going to be like, yeah, we planned it. No, we did not. Even he went. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> it did not. It, it was divinely guided that we took a group of people on an elite package that are working with me one-on-one. -on -one. And then we've got a group coaching package that are coming up. And we're putting all the CSA people into there because this is about you being prepared. Right. And, you know, so this whole group, they've got workbooks, they've got everything, you name it. Oh, my gosh, you have no idea how much time and effort and energy I've spent on this. I can believe it. But it's it's so powerful to help them be prepared to take on anything, not just work as a psychic, but to take on any work, to be a new mom, to be going to a new job, to do anything. Yeah. Because we have forgotten us. Mm -hmm. And we are, have been in a world where we have been too consumed with external sources covid what's happening in the world whatever elections you name it everything's going on but we've got us and that's honored that is those are such words i mean and people don't realize and it doesn't take much to give back to us no. you know and and you know since i started this journey about me i'm learning to do for me you know, and I, I won't lie. I've got Lisa in my head half the time. You already know this. I do. I'm so sorry. No, I, I'm blessed for it because I went from, and people laugh at me because they'll be like, Lisa shows up in your dreams. Yes, she does. Like she, and I do, I know you do it with all your master teachers or people close to you. And for me, myself, I know when I am in a bad spot because also I'll be having this dream that it's really whacked out. They're always whacked out when this happens. And I'll look and there you're standing, just watching me. I'm like, oh. You know what I mean? But those yeah. dreams have gone from that to just this last week, we were working together on something. I can't even tell you what we were working on, but I can remember waking up going, me and Lisa were working on something, a project, something together. And oh my God, that's a far cry from where I used to be. Mm -hmm. And I really do think that's because of this, I've changed working on myself. You know, like I meditated to um, one of your meditations a week ago, uh, the one, uh, your soul alignment, you know, going to find yes. your soul path. And I did it in the weirdest way because I literally was at an event. I rented a hotel with a, with a spa, the whole 10 yards. And I literally went, I was going to do a live and I was going to do all this stuff giving to everybody else. And I walked in and seen the whirlpool went, piss off. I'm sorry. I, no, this just went right to the wayside. I filled up the tub with hot water, turned on the jets, turned on your meditation, and literally floated for an hour as I listened to this. And what a journey it was for me to give back to me. 
Yeah. I think people don't realize this. You know, it's simple things. It's so simple. It is. And I think, you know, we we have to do this. And there's so many people that have forgotten this in the world. What happened to your dreams? What happened to what you want to be? Rather than living in the expectation of somebody else mm -hmm. and also living with the limiting beliefs of some, not self-limiting beliefs, but these are limiting beliefs that you have lived by that are somebody else's. There's yeah. somebody else's limiting beliefs that you are now believing. Yeah. And they then become those self-limiting beliefs. And so when we start opening things up and we start expanding, we start saying, what if, where are we going? What happens if, you know, then you, you can actually expand, expand anything. And there's this huge thing about manifestation and manifestation really, truly works. Mm -hmm. And when you start working towards your goal and you don't go, you know what, I would, but get the butt out of it and say, I would, how am I going to do it? Mm -hmm. Rather than I would, but I will, but how, or how am I going to go through this? And so, you know, I, I look at my, my vision boards here. They're not vision boards, they're action boards. I don't like the word vision because I think, you know, vision boards, I'm just like, oh, I'm visioning this. Well, no, I'm not. I've got an action towards it. Right. You know, I'm not going to win the lottery if I don't play. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, exactly. So I think it's very important that we take action on it. And we just have to ask how, why, what, where and, and when. We just have to ask all of these little questions to help us. Mm -hmm. And to keep pushing us forward. Yeah. So what are your plans with the school as you keep going forward? My aim has always been to try and get all the master teachers to um, to do their courses as well now. And I think we're getting really close to it. It's, it's always been my aim. Um, it's becoming so self-sufficient in a way mm -hmm. that I can step away. And like I just went away for three, three and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. And I was having that anxiety, that fear that, oh, my God, oh, my God. But I realized it was actually going to be okay. It was going to be okay. And it was still running. You know, the world right. didn't stop. So my... You have a great team to run it, though. You I know do. I mean? I'm very blessed. And I, I just really want to continue teaching. I want to continue teaching. I want to continue helping people. And just helping people open up and get the most out of their own gift. Right. And I love that because I know you, you know, you've put that out there and another message just went out from you like, hey, this. And I thought I sit back and I think to myself going, well, everything I teach, Lisa already teaches. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, well, I teach, you know, all the different levels of psychic mediumship mm -hmm. and, and things of that nature. So I grabbed this off my shelf because I think I found my place in your school. Just Oh my gosh, I love it, the sorting hat. <laughs> now I gotta shut it up. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's so funny because you actually bought me that little plaque that's yeah, yeah the Hogwarts plaque. Yeah, yeah, I have it on my desk next door. I am like, you know, this was before I met you. I, I mean, my kids, I'll tell you, I, I literally went through one box series of the Hotter Harry Potter, and I think I'm on like my third of wearing them out because I just love Harry Potter. So, like, 
I got the hat and I'm like, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, it is perfect. You can do the sorting hat. I'll do the sorting hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, everything Lisa teaches is what I teach. I mean, yeah. we didn't even teach beginners before. So I, I mean, that were, they're my babies. I love beginners. You know, mm -hmm. I love, I love to see the morph. I love to see the growth. I love to see all the way through, you know what yeah. I mean? And I, you know what? I will tell you what you do is powerful. And I finally got to witness that because as I certified my own, mm -hmm. I had students that were just like terrified of their own shadows, but really damn good at what they did. And they were like me when I certified them and said, you're certified. All of a sudden they just flew like little birds. Yep. They got this confidence and it's like, Oh my God, they've quit their jobs. They've done this. They've done that. And people don't realize that's really, you know, at the end of the day, we give them, you give them so many tools, mm -hmm. but it's a confidence. Oh, it's a confidence. that's all it is. That's all it is. And it's funny because, you know, I used to really enjoy teaching advanced and advanced was what, where I was, but now I see, I, now I just want to take those beginners and morph them into and train them with very specific, you know, certainly knowing the brain now with very specific way just to help them grow and I want them to become their own version people are like I want to become you and I'm like no I'm already taken find your own version <laughs> you know and it's funny because I can actually see you know I I have I have thousands of students that come to me and I can see these these people and I know I can see who they who they've been trained by mm -hmm. you know I can I can uh, you were trained by that person you were trained by that and people will say to me we can tell your students a mile off it's it's and it's true i think i think it's just a technique i think it's just there's a big ethical value for me as well so yeah it's uh, it's just really interesting to me that's the ethical part you know to me it's just ethical and integrity it's yeah. it's that it's to me that's it because like i was trained by somebody you know originally that was trained by you yeah you know, they just didn't have they didn't have the rest of the tools you know what i mean to to deal with something, you know, deal with things, to realize that there's a bigger responsibility. That's right. There's a massive responsibility. And that's, again, one of the reasons why um, I've now changed and morphed the way that I actually work. Because, you know, years ago, I, I wasn't as developed. I was not in the work, but I wasn't as mentally aware and capable. You know, I just wasn't, my brain wasn't in that space. And now I feel like because of everything I've learned and the situations that I've been in, I've just, it's just grown. It's, it's been incredible. So where do you see yourself going then with this? I mean, do you see more or, cause there's always more, I can't imagine you not yeah. having more. So it's funny because, you know, I, I had to, I had to do this for my, um, my course at MIT and I do, and I'm looking at my action board here, and I do, I, I, you know, I would love another TV show, and that again is something you're working on. My husband, bless him, he's got three more years left in the military, so, you know, he's at the point where, hey, retire with me. <laughs> Williams is never going to retire. That is not going to happen. But actually, I think he's succumbed to the fact that he's just going to drive my tour bus. Yeah, I was going to say, so, he's really good at a helper standpoint. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I would like to teach more. I would really love to teach on a much larger scale. Yeah. Um, so I just don't know. I think 
I have a phenomenal team who are very open-minded and will go, okay, let's create. But what, what I've found that I'm going into, and this is really by, in such a weird way, but I've found that I'm going into more coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy doing readings. I've been doing them 28 years, but I've done a lot more intuitive coaching. And now I've actually, ironically, I've become the coach's coach yeah. where I'm having all of these big top coaches coming mm-hmm. to me for spiritual coaching for helping them and it's it's that's the way it's actually it's it's just falling that way and I really enjoy it I really do enjoy it you know there's always going to be those naysayers out there and you know who are trying to put you down and trying to eh, eh, eh. Mm -hmm. but in all fairness I think as long as you stand in your integrity as long as you stand in your ethics I never speak any bad word about anyone because this industry is so small yeah. I think if you just keep yourself to yourself, keep going and let anybody else think what they want to think, then, you know, I just ignore everything. But, yeah, I think that's where I'm going. I think I'm leading into more of the coaching element, the grief counseling, the coaching, the spiritual coaching, that sort of thing. Because I think that there needs to be that element now in the world. I think you're 110% correct, you know, because I, I always see you in my head, in my head, in your brand new office, holding a wall, going, help, you know, help. And that's, that's huge. Yeah. You know, like, I know that's huge. And I, I know for myself, you were the, probably the best coach ever. You know, I, I couldn't imagine being put with somebody else that was willing to really find a way to break, you know I mean? Break open a shell. And yeah. I think that's, I think that's dynamic and amazing. Yeah, I get it. You, you finish readings all together. And that's what it was, you know? I mean, <laughs> I, well, I can remember that one phone call you where you went, you don't understand. I'm sitting in my office. There's nothing in here. I was. I and remember I'm, it. I'm like against the wall with my phone, and I'm just falling to the floor going, how am I ever going to break her open? Mm-hmm. And I will tell you what, I use the F word more than I've ever used in my life now. <laughs> And it's okay. I apologize at the beginning of every gallery. This is going to come out of my mouth. If you're getting offended, walk out. But I need emotion in my life now. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I need, and, and it's huge. And I think you're a great coach when it comes to that. And I think it's, people have got to realize that. Yeah. You know, they really do have to realize that. So what is the one thing, um, what's the one piece of advice you would give anybody? Not just a medium, but anybody. To live your life authentically. Um, that you have to have an intention. Your bro- I, I go back to the brain. The brain needs an intention. And when your brain is told, hey, I'm going to live my life with this, then it the brain goes, oh, that's my new sort of like North Star. And so it's not, it's not going to move or deviate from that. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say try to live in integrity, live in integrity with authenticity and live with intention you know, don't let life pass you by because, you know, you've been put on this world for, for purpose. You've been put here for a reason, whether it's to be a mom, whether it's to be an accountant, whether it's to be a psychic, whether it's to be a healer, whether it's to be whoever it is, you know, you're, you're here to serve a role, but don't forget to serve you and just do it with authenticity. Oh God, I love that. I truly love that. I really do. Because I think more people need to listen to that. Yeah. I think they would quit their jobs and become something new. If they oh, I know. 
I know. Millions of happy people running around. There'd be no reason for war because everybody would be happy. <laughs> well, let's hope so. <laughs> My husband would disagree with that because he, he he's in the army and uh, he's been there 17 years. So he's like, ah. <laughs> I can't believe you said he's retiring in three because I'm just like, I can't see Chris retiring. Part of me just says, no, he'll have to play like you'll have to get a sand pit or something in the backyard. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> no, don't worry, I won't. <laughs> He's probably watching right now going, oh, her and her sandpit. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, that's funny. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, thank for coming you. on. You've been just, I think you've, like, touched so many people's hearts, you know. I do want to bring up Susan Lander because she came in. You you and me both know her. You know her so much better than I me. Susan. Oh, she's amazing. But she wrote in here, a person can be trained and trained with skills, but if your life isn't situated, you can make the most of it. Your life isn't situated, you can make the most of it. Yes, yeah. you can. Which is 110%. Yes, you can. know. And then just trust from there because spirit's going to morph it into something. <sighs> you just never know. Spirit's Spirit going to take you on the journey. They're going to take you on the journey, you know, and no, who knows where it's going to be. So, absolutely. So, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on. It's been oh, beautiful. Awesome. Okay, everybody, I'm going to take a quick break here with School Through Spirit. I'm your host, Yet Ray, and I'll be back in a few. Meet Nicole Strickland one of the leading San Diego paranormal researchers. Nicole offers a gentle and humble approach to working with spirit energies. Being the founder of the San Diego Paranormal Research Society, Nicole is no stranger to the unknown. Due to Nicole's vast knowledge of the paranormal, she is widely sought after for speaking engagements on topics like children of the paranormal, paranormal investigation 101 and 102, history of spiritualism and more. Not only does Nicole research the afterlife, but also writes about it, and is the author of several books pertaining to the paranormal and its history. She has appeared on television shows like My Ghost Story, Travel Channel's Famously Afraid, Good Morning San Diego, and more. Have a conference or event coming up? Contact Nicole on her website, authornicolestrickland.com. That's authornicolestrickland.com. Hello, welcome back everybody. This is Jet here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. Um, thank you all for joining with Lisa today. I just, she has got... Um, if you weren't able to see how much she means to me, I, I I can only express how much she means to me. She means the world. She changed my life. She opened up my life. And with everything she does within the school um, and all her gifts and her ability to listen to spirit and follow spirit is just, it's mind altering. It's mind changing. And if, if I could put her on a pedestal, I probably would, but she'd probably tell me, don't put me up there. I might fall, you know? Um, but, I, I'm going to tell you those words that she said are just um, 
They're life-changing. They're life-altering. And if you ever have the chance or the want, please, please, please look into um, her school. Just literally go to lisawilliams.com. It's really simple to find her. Um, that is her website. You can also find her school within there. You can book readings with her. Of course, if you book a reading, you're going to be put on a waiting list that goes out quite a ways. Um, don't worry. The team will definitely reach out when it's getting close to your turn um, or to book you on that day and remind you that it's coming. But if you want to take a class, trust me, this isn't some rinky-dink little course that you're going to take. Um, and not to not say millions of teachers aren't there are amazing and awesome, but these are classes that really are going to dive in and teach you things you never thought you would ever, ever learn. I mean, come on, neuroscience, neuroscience within a mediumship class, trust me, it's there and it's mind-blowing and it's powerful. And I just leave it up to Lisa to go, this is what's needed. This is what's needed. And um, just amazing. Just amazing. Um, so. I, I hope you thoroughly enjoyed her as much as I did. And please reach out. Please follow her. You'll see so much went on her public page, um, Lisa Williams, um, that is a public Facebook page. I think there's a few of them, actually, um, where she just speaks and just volumes and volumes of information all the time. So, um, or reach out and buy her books, whatever it might be. Trust me. I'm not, you know, sending you to somebody that isn't valid and truthful and just amazing on every level because she truly is. And that's why I wanted to create a special show and a special day just for her, for people to tune in and just see, see the Lisa that I see, you know, um, that we don't always get someplace else. So, cause she's just like you and me guys. She, she started from a humble beginning and worked her way up, you know, like she said, her grandmother started, grandmother started development. So um, when Lisa was already here and born, you know what I mean? So that's huge. Um, with that being said, guys, we already did our weekly reading last week. I'm not going to hold you anymore. I just really wanted to take that moment to bring in Lisa. Um, let you know again, you know, next week I do have, oh my God, I know who I said it yesterday. Um, on Monday, let me bring it out. On Monday, I have Michelle Prentice. Oh my God, Michelle is amazing. Um, she's an astrologer out of, um, Las Vegas. Oh my God. And she did my, um, she did my, uh, reading last, you know, last month and well, January, not last month, two months ago now. And it totally blew me away. It totally and completely blew me away what she did for me. And oh my God, it just, it's mind blowing. So you don't want to miss that next Monday morning. I will be on at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. I'll bring Michelle in shortly after that. And uh, again, thank you for showing up today. This is Jet Renee with School Through Spirit on WLTK TV.